0: What's up? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, Happy what, Podcast. Uh, uh, that's a new little intro right there. I'm your host, Josh, with my co-host, KG. And uh, today we're ready to get right at a nice, big old mailbox Monday question questionnaire. i uh, have got some good questions from The Edge, which is super, super solid, so you want to jump into
1: the first one. Instagram, got to pull them up. Instagram was down last night. Everyone was having a heyday. <laughs> yeah,
0: Kyle. I saw Kyle pacing around. I was like, what am, am I going to really, do with he my really life? really didn't know what to get done. It was a lot of stress, a it's- lot of stress. So I, I hope everyone's okay. Following yeah. that, but it looks like everything's back to back to business. But at least we got questions. That's it. So, for question number one: I'm trying to bulk up, so I've increased my calorie intake significantly. In a few months, I plan to cut calories so I can emphasize my muscle definition. Will this work? So. This is a tough one. If there's one thing we don't like, it's being Mm wishy-washy. I've known, there's one guy from my gym, oh my gosh. One week I'd say, yo, what's up, what are you up to? He's like, bro, I'm bulking, trying to gain 10 pounds this week. The next week you go, bro, I'm trying to cut, trying to lose 10 pounds. And he's running in circles. It was just like... The most confusing thing, you know, like you, you need to have a plan, stick with it, and play it out for adequate periods of time. So I like mesophases. Um, mesophases can range from anywhere from a week to years, whatever. But you need to think about it intelligently. I like to map it out. Look at the rate of gain you want to make. So if you're trying to gain 10 pounds, um, kind of do it in a rate you're comfortable with. You know, maybe half a pound to two pounds a week. Two pounds would be more aggressive. Half a pound would be least aggressive. The more aggressive you are, the more muscle you can put on, the shorter it will take. Negative more fat you'll gain. Uh, If you can do it slower, you'll know you gain a little less muscle, um, but you'll gain a lot less fat and you can kind of build into it. So you need to be intelligent, see what fits you, and then you need to kind of sustain a bit and then cut. You don't want to just go up 10, down 10. You're not really going to get anywhere. Maybe if you're a newbie, you'll be able to hold some of that muscle, but realistically, you're just going to be spinning your tires and you're not going to be gaining much muscle at all. So number one thing is mesophase. Is there anything to add there? No, that's it. That's a really good answer there. Uh, We got a bunch of questions. Oh, I got a good one. Okay, let's hear it. I got a good one for you you. All right, I'm gonna put Kyle on the spot a bit here. Are you right. ready? I'm ready, born ready. Will a boot camp tone and strengthen my muscles? Hmm.
1: Well, that's a very good question here. Uh, will a boot camp tone and strengthen? So my Kyle muscles? teaches a
0: boot camp. If you're in Scarborough, I do. A um, little bit late. Um, I don't know if it'll work for any early risers out there. It's pretty pretty late it's uh what is it Five forty-five. Five forty-five 5 a.m so yeah if you're someone who likes to wake up early this might not be for you yeah but <laughs> if you uh, like to wake up at 3 a.m
1: it might it's, yeah it's crazy early but it's busy right yeah there's like eight to, eight to ten people on average lately um so there's a bunch of different things like uh, josh and i were talking about this recently because we tried out f45 um not shouting them out because they sucked
0: yeah so <laughs> let, let's talk about that why we don't like f45 <laughs> So there's this whole thing, but they were just super rude. There's one girl that was really nice and I really liked her. And I liked the concept behind F forty five, but even going into a class like, oh maybe we'll love it, dude. And I'm like, eh, I'm open, mm-hmm. but I doubt it. Because I've I've taught classes before, AquaFit and a few different things at Good Life. And I, I've taught these types of classes and the problem is whether you're someone who's worked out for ten years in his D's or you're four hundred pounds overweight, never lifted a thing in your life, I gotta group you all up. You're all doing the same movement more or less, right? Mm -hmm. I can't personalize it to the person. So, to the question in my opinion will it tone and tighten your muscles absolutely if you're in a deficit you're doing something you'll be active is it the most optimal thing in the world no if you want to have max muscularity um, athleticism aesthetics uh, it's definitely not your favorite bread and butter but it's a great starting point it can be great to supplement into a routine Uh, just be careful because it's more generalized you can get a little less form work and even i know you say you do your best to keep everyone's form perfect but you don't got eyes on all sides of your head yeah you know, sometimes and if you're a second too late it can be a little detrimental um, but f45 anyways going back to that so active dynamic warm-up as I expected and then it seems like they just ran 12 random exercises yeah and for someone who has no idea how to work out this is great because you start to get familiar with exercises but even to me the splits just made no sense mm-hmm. um, there's 45 seconds straight no guidance is what weight to use what tempo to have nothing just pick it up do it yeah Ha-ha, let's go clapping all the way
1: around yeah. like yeah. come
0: on one more keep pu- yeah push it bro. Yeah. so that's the and,
1: thing is yeah. Uh, a lot of times like people when they come into boot camps they're just looking to get beat up but the unfortunate thing is like if they're actually looking for progress number one they've got to get the nutrition down on the side if you actually want to Tighten up and, and tone up and stuff you've got to be doing that but for the boot camp like even lately I've been trying to structure it better and try to give them what they want, but also what they need So for example I like the other that. day um, I, I put together a workout. It's just 30 minutes We do the active warm-up and then I did three weight exercises one was a push one was a pull and one was a squat. Three sets of 12, so they actually did proper weight. They're using solid intensity. And if I were to just give them that workout, they're going to feel like they did nothing. Like, they were pushing it, but they, they want to actually get their heart rate up extremely high. And and that's what they want from the boot camp. So at the end, after 20 minutes of that, we just did a 10-minute high-intensity burnout of battle ropes, sled pushes, and ball slams. That made them feel like they just freaking killed it. But they also got the intensity with... Um, nine different sets of actual weight training, which next time I'll give them the same movements and increase the weights to kind of work on the overload. So it's tough though because when you look at boot camps, people just throw random exercises, and for the average boot camp, and then and then just. They just get beat up, and and that's pretty much it. They're not going to go too much far further than burning a couple calories. So, and, and here's the thing: I know I'm sounding like I
0: don't like them, but I really like them in principle. Yeah, I love the circuit training. Um, you know, if like just a, you're just a general lady or man. You mm-hmm. know, you don't care to be the most muscularly gifted, best. You know. You get what I'm. Yeah, yeah. most aesthetic person. Yeah, just looking for a workout. You just want to burn some calories, yeah. feel a little beat up, get a good sweat. You know, know you're being active and get on with your life. Absolute boot camps are yeah, great for you. They're amazing. Myself and Kyle, we're used to working with more elite individuals who want to max their muscularity, their strength, lose a dynamic, large amount of weight. Um, but for everyday Joe, boot camp, yeah. absolutely a huge fan. Um, and it, a lot of it, though, bear in mind, will come down to the quality of the instructor. Like Kyle obviously is periodizing it. He's looking at intelligent. We're doing push, we're doing legs, we're doing this, and it, it builds naturally. Whereas, like, even F45, I know they have people programming probably higher up, but to me it seemed very weird and random. It was primarily legs. Then there was one incline press yeah, and there was one There's a lot
1: of the same type of movements as well, which was like if you're... Yeah, it was just very... They
0: were doing good morning essentially twice or three yeah. times. There was a lot of legs, which was yeah. great. Random incline press. I just don't know how it would build upon itself and I'm sure it does. So don't get me wrong here. I'm obviously haven't done a hundred classes, but a good way to think of it is running around the gym. Like if you're just a person running around doing gym, doing whatever, mm-hmm. you're like someone who drives an old clunker. It'll kind of get you to where you need to go. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. really depends on the day. Um, And then a boot camp is like a solid Corolla. It's a car. You can trust it. It's going to get you there. It's going to do the job. But then like personal training one-on-one, it's like your hyper Lamborghini. It's going to be the fastest, most efficient way to get you to your place. You know, it's really going to get you there because you have that one-on-one experience, you know, really um, someone watching you directly, preventing injuries, right? I mean, I'm sure these Italian cars and such would break down as well. So I don't know if that's my best example to date. But in terms of speed of getting there, that's going to be your vehicle of choice. Um, this one-on-one experience of online training or personal training. But boot camp is a lot more affordable. Yeah. Um, it, you are going to get a good sweat and burn. You're just not necessarily, necessarily going to build a well-rounded, developed physique. Because a lot of it does come down to exercise that are just going to beat you up. A yeah. lot of abs, a lot of legs. And mm-hmm.
1: it's great for general health. Yeah, and even for exercise selection, like to actually get you there, like it's very hard to have someone to use the weight they should be using for the exact oh, yeah. amount of reps. Like That's the hardest part. It,
0: it takes a lot of time with me like, and my clients to know yeah. what weight they need. Yeah. Because you know, someone might think they're pushing themselves, yeah. but and it's hard to know unless you're watching them one on one. Because I have some clients and they're like, oh I'm dead, I can't do anymore. I'm like, you could do ten more. Show me you can do ten more just to prove mm-hmm. it to yourself. Whereas in boot camp it's harder to kind of learn and get that feeling of what you should be doing but i really like this question because it's something myself and kyle talk about a lot yeah so once again it's a great mechanism and under the right circumstance just know how to use it just know it's
1: not your number one ability to get in the best shape of your life very good point um karen asked a bunch of questions uh let me see she's got four i'm gonna go funniest way you've seen someone or know someone that's gotten injured i don't know if i've seen anyone I don't know if that's the greatest question here.
0: I haven't got any of my clients injured yet, which I'm that's, extremely happy about. That's something definitely. I mean, to be a pretty funny about. one to me was Kyle made a post in the Facebook group, <laughs> and because uh, all the time I like to do hundreds, so I'll do like a hundred chin ups or. You know, like a hundred front squats or whatever workout, like just here and there. You know, yeah. if I'm at a hotel or something, so yeah. I just take advantage. I like to see if I can get it done. It's like you versus you. So Kyle said, "Go ahead and push it. Do a hundred. And I have a client. He's a great guy. I'll shut him out. Travis, he's a beast, man. Um, so he's like, "Screw it. Let's do it. Let's do a hundred chin ups." And I guess he pushed himself a little too hard. And I've never seen this, but he's like, "Man, my lats are really sore. Is this okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, unless you have an extreme pain, you know better than me. But could just be DOMS, like be." Be careful, it's moderate. And then about two days later, the dude sends me a photo and his whole lat is purple. <laughs> so basically, like I guess the, the fine line between DOMS and extreme DOMs, you know, really tearing and damaging a muscle. It gets pretty thin and I've never had this myself and I push myself pretty hard. So that's a that's a crown for you, Travis, to say that you're able to do that. But he's fine really. You just need to let it heal. It's not like you've ripped anything or anything like that, <laughs> but they're both dead purple. So sorry about that, bro. I yeah, know we're gonna <laughs> listen to it. We we had to lay off lats for a little bit, but Really minor injury, really funny,
1: kind of a cool little story. How did your sponsorship with EHP start? I believe we've done a full episode.
0: Yeah, we did a full episode, I think, about EHP. If not, basic breakdown, they reached out to us. We were with MyProtein. It seemed like a really great opportunity, and here we are. Um,
1: Any tips? uh, This is from Catabolic Jake. Any tips to help with creating a mind-muscle connection with your back? It's always been hard for me.
0: Uh, Some of my favorite cues are squeeze the tennis ball between your lats uh, for lat pull down, for row. That's going to work. If you think of tennis ball in the middle of your back, trying to squeeze those shoulder blades right together. That's going to be my number one. Number two is just lower the weight, play it out. Um, You'll start to feel it more. Saying so, when I'm going super heavy for rows or anything like that, uh, it's not like you're going to get you really have to understand what training you're doing and why. So if I'm doing a heavy barbell row, I'd like to do them heavier and just kind of do a to B training. Your body will optimize itself. It will learn to use the right muscles for the most part. Um, so even like there was a study for the bench press, and they found the best cueing wasn't squeeze your chest or anything. For most muscular activation, it was raise it to the roof. It was to think in terms of just a to b of completing the movement, and your body was actually most effective at optimizing itself. Um, this was for the bench press. It's not to say this is for every movement, but it's something to think about. And then as we lower, get farther into our work, um, our routine, we'll do more isolation. We'll lower the weight. We'll focus on that squeeze more. So my number one would be tennis ball behind the back. Anything you'd like to add?
1: I like for the lat pull down. Uh, aside from the tennis ball is just aim to drive your elbows towards the ground so when you're pulling all the way up and you bring your elbows as far as you can down towards the ground there's no way you won't be able to get a great stretch in the lats and just a huge contraction so yeah just focus on that mind muscle connection and it'll get there next
0: question is what are your thoughts of walking backwards on the treadmill to work your calves in a different way never tried that I, I don't know I'm not a fan. I think it's super weird. I see people doing it and I just it's sketchy. I tried it. I never even heard that it's just sketchy. You'll see a lot of people doing it uh. it's It's kind of phasey. One thing we did do that i I loved. But it's so bad for the machine and you will get hate for doing it uh, It's treadmill pushes you keep oh, the treadmill yeah. on like almost no intensity or a little bit and you actually have to dig your feet in and push the treadmill uh, I guess you can misalign it so you need to make sure you have the right treadmill to do it but man that was killer it was like a very similar to a sled push same yeah. movement yeah. you're powering through that toe using a lot of your calf, really using your glutes um, you're just kind of getting everything cooking there, which was pretty uh, pretty solid. But as far as backwards, you know, I'd say away from that stuff. Even like the shadow boxing with cardio, I don't like to complicate things too much if you like it do it you're safe doing it whatever have fun and that's what i say to everyone all the time the question i'll get is what's the best cardio what cardio do i need to be doing mm-hmm. uh the best cardio is the cardio you'll do i mean i could tell you oh i find stairmaster the hardest you need to do stairmaster mm-hmm. then you do it and you're like i hate this i can't do more than two minutes whereas you can get on the elliptical for 40 minutes and actually push yourself you're comfortable there some people like high intensity rowing i uh, just got to really see what works
1: for you and yeah that's a great point. Um, I got another question here. This was from, uh, let me see, I th- Spartan Sophia. She asked a bunch, so I appreciate that. Do you guys get in a solid night's sleep? Bracket eight hours, bracket question mark. I'll start speaking for myself personally. I currently get six hours, like on the dot. So what, what I've been trying to experiment with lately is actually going through the full sleep cycles and trying to wake up when I'm out of a sleep cycle. So I lately I've been using a... a, a ca- um, This app on uh, Google, uh, you just type in like sleep calculator and it's been calculating, okay, if I'm going to bed at this time, uh, you should wake up at this time. And it gives me four full sleep cycles with 15 minutes to fall asleep. Um, So I just find that's optimal for me based off of like training clients super late and then starting my morning super early. It's just what works best for me. And I honestly do feel like a million dollars. If I get any less than six hours, I feel like crap. And then honestly, even more, I actually feel, you know, pretty groggy. So that's been what's solid for me. Uh, I like to um, do
0: seven and a half hours. I use sleepcalculator.com, so kind of like the optimal times. Try to avoid waking up in the middle of like REM cycles. Yeah, it's like your deep cycles. Um, For me, it's just irregardless of when I go to bed, I wake up at the same time. I try to keep that pretty consistent. When I can, obviously, I don't always have control of this, but I find that's when I feel the best. Uh, I'm really against sleeping in. I think it screws up everything and studies mm-hmm. have kind of come to show that. And if it makes you feel super good, do you, whatever, who cares? But even a recent study showed that sleeping on the weekend actually makes you feel like you have less energy than people that don't and stick to the routine. So I thought that was a pretty cool statistic. I know some people, it's just something they value. They feel great. And that's what's most important. If you feel more rested doing something, do it. But I don't know. I mean, really, like even as I progressed on this, I've been reading studies and I've been focusing around that stuff me pretty well so i try to be pretty calculated about it obviously you want to be careful if you get too if you read too much into your sleep patterns and this and that i find you can become hypersensitive to any variability yeah so if i have to wake up early one day or something so i try to challenge myself and just eat the suck some days when you have to be up earlier and don't Uh, that's my personal experience
1: yeah a lot of it's a mindset thing if you go to bed and you know you're going to be getting less sleep just tell yourself uh, there's a thing we heard before just tell yourself i'm going to be well energized i'm going to be well rested and this five hours of sleep that i got will fuel me for the day and a lot of it is mindset so keep that in mind i love that um we'll go ahead and keep this one shorter today we've uh, filmed a
0: lot we got some good questions but we're looking to get some more excellent questions correct
1: Yep, that's it we still have quite a few which is cool so we'll save it for the next episode yeah
0: that's it we'll keep saving them we'll keep um boxing them up uh we filmed this two other episodes today. Still got to work out, but and then the interview and the interview. So, so four, that so you four. you heard the interview. Oh, you're going to hear the interview tomorrow. Jeez. So get super excited for that. We have a great interview with Mike Rosa from Anabolic Aliens. He's going to go over some of the things he's done to teach you how he's grown his channel, grown his fitness, some of the mistakes he's made in the past, and where he wants to take everything. It's a really cool interview. Definitely tune in. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.